0: It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929 to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: It's Friday, September 23rd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to today's PissCast. Do you have big plans for the weekend, Shauna?
2: I headed to Saskatoon tomorrow for basically 24 hours. So, super quick quick one. But, uh, yeah, it'll be good.
1: That's God's country out there. God's country. Um, We're going to Beakerhead this weekend. That's like. how would you describe it? It's like an like a science and light festival, would that be? It's an
2: art installation festival. Okay. Is how I would say it. Cuz in in Toronto they had a similar thing it was called Nuit Blanche and it was art installations and that's how they kind of described it. I remember. Uh that one though it went it was overnight. Okay. So it started at like 9 p.m., and then you could do it for 24 hours all night long. That's Whoa. how they kind of did it. So everybody... It was kind of cool because, yeah, like 3.30 a.m., everybody's wandering around checking out these art installations and stuff. And
1: Jeez, that wouldn't last, I don't think. No. So we'll just it wait was... till it's dark and go. Because, yeah, there's lots of like art displays that light up exactly right now downtown there's like a giant octopus coming off a building yes they had that last year too and it's awesome did they yeah i remember last time i went they had this 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 installation called the serpent mother and it was this giant metal snake that moved and breathed fire so i hope they have something cool like that again my boys are gonna love it the up house was my favorite oh yes where they had all those balloons tied to the house it was so cool yeah 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 Yeah, they do some cool stuff and it's like it's free. You just go and wander around, and yeah. So we're gonna hit up Beakerhead tomorrow night. We're having such nice fall weather in Calgary right now. Yeah, we are. It's like low twenties, sunny, just beautiful. Uh, on today's show, we're gonna talk about meet and greets with bands. We're gonna talk about dating red flags. What are you grateful for? Uh, off romances at the office. Workplace romances. Uh, I've joined the panel for a polling company. We'll talk a bit about that. An etymology, our new segment, Fantasyland, where we talk about my fantasy passion or Sean's fantasy passion, mm-hmm. fantasy football or Lord of the Rings. Find
3: out. Uh, we're going to talk about getting a permit for walking dogs. First, you're out of context clip of the show. I think I had seven fights in five hours. I only won three of them. My jaw and nose and both my eyes V and S
0: in 20
2: minutes
1: or less. I have a Terry of the Month nominee. Oh, perfect. If we've had a few in September so far. We
2: have.
1: Um, but this one comes from friend of the show, Jesse, and I don't know what this clip is from. It's some Australian dude being interviewed and it's like documentary style, but there's, I couldn't find any context on who he is what the documentary was for why he was
3: being filmed where this happened but you just got to listen to him here I think okay. I had seven fights in five hours I only one three of them my jaw broke and nose broke and both my eyes blackened so I got into a bit of marijuana and a couple of bottles of rum and it dulled the pain that didn't work out end ended up shitting myself and then ended up sleeping with about three different girls over the weekend and rode a wild horse and a buck bull and come home again most people haven't done that in a lifetime, time ever
1: where
2: is this man what is
1: going on here he looks like he's in his 50s or 60s maybe he's got like the australian outback hat on it sounds
2: like there's monkeys behind him or parakeets or something i don't even know what but oh my god he's out that's, there
3: he's deep
1: in
2: the bush oh, that he's is out there phenomenal. Um,
3: but did you catch his weekend? Yeah. It starts off so strong. I think I had seven fights in five hours. I only won three of them. Seven fights, fights in, in five, five hours. And he only won three, meaning he lost four fights
1: in five hours.
2: And he's got a black eye and everything <laughs> to do with... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Terry That's so much. Fighting! This is the most in
3: one day, especially. If oh he man! He lost four.
2: Outback Terry here,
3: and then my jaw broken, nose broken, both my eyes blackened. So his face is
1: broken. His, his whole his whole
3: face is broken. Just so right I Got mass. into a bit of marijuana and a couple of bottles of rum and as you a
2: do. Marijuana. Marijuana.
3: Couple of bottles of rum to dull the pain. To dull the pain. That didn't work out. End up shitting himself. Didn't and work. Then he pooped he himself? Pooped himself. End up okay. sleeping with about three different girls over the week. What them. in? So
1: <laughs> was that before or
2: after the fights? I know, or the like himself. Did or? they feel bad for him or? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't understand, Terry. I love you. Holy
1: crap! <laughs> to poop yourself and lose four fights and still hook up with three girls. He is got to be a one.
3: I need okay, to. Okay, and man. then ride a wild horse and a- <laughs> Bucking bull rode a wild horse mm-hmm. and a buck and bull. After all of this, I'm sure you did. And then come home again. And then he come home Most again. Most people haven't done that in a lifetime, have
2: they? <laughs> that's uh, that's just a day. That's a that's a normal day for Terry. Hey, holy crap!
1: How is this man still alive? Well, and how does it? How much pain is he in just all the time? I got to like, be
2: honest with you. I feel like there's some some lion happening here back there. <laughs> Just throwing it out there.
1: Terry has been known to tell a tall tale before. That's yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah, he's a you know, don't don't let like, the what? truth get in the way of a good story, what, though, right, Terry?
1: What does your body feel like after a weekend like that?
0: Oh my god,
1: Terry. Uh, so this. Australian. I mean, I think he just
0: wins it. Okay, (laughs) B and S in 20 minutes or less. I was just
2: reading about how, as of September 30th, you're going to need a professional dog walking permit if you plan to walk more than six dogs. I, I have to be honest with you. Like when I see those dog walkers with 10 dogs or 15 dogs, it is the most impressive thing. Like, those dogs are not small dogs. I always think that these people are one spooked dog away from an absolute disaster. You know what <laughs> I mean?
1: Dogs everywhere. Honestly. To getting torn apart by dogs running in different directions.
2: Have you ever walked a big dog before?
1: Like, yeah, the, sometimes the dog walks they you. They walk you. Yeah. Okay. Who's walking I, who out here?
2: I've been, many a time, I've tried to walk a big dog, and I'm like, nope, you're walking. I have no <laughs> no decisions in this matter. Has there been an issue
1: with dog walkers like why? Why does this need to be permitted?
2: I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, they want additional training. I'm not sure who there's people who've been advocating for this, I guess. And okay. So it's just a thing that they're going to do from this point forward. But I was like, honestly, there's so many dog walkers in my neighborhood. And I am so shocked that you don't see, you know, these dogs just running rampant, and this poor dog walker being dragged behind, poop bags flying everywhere. Like, I honestly think that you've got to be very close to that at all times when you have that many big dogs you're trying to walk at once.
1: And is there like, is there an upper limit to how many dogs you can walk at one time, or is it like a weight thing, like an elevator? Or
2: I mean, I don't know. Are there rules for this? Because there should be. Because there are some very small people with. 10 dogs that are much bigger and I'm like these these dogs are going to take you and okay? it could
1: get ridiculous like, if you had 50 dogs attached to your dog walking belt and yeah. a rabbit ran by mm-hmm. like what I'm there's saying. nothing you can do right you're, yep. you're going
2: for a ride like even with 10 dogs Beckler <laughs> you see them with 10 dogs all the time and you're like how how is this now? Like, how are you keeping control of a, it? Uh, kudos to you. Whoever the, whoever all those dog walkers are, kudos to you.
0: The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: We have this new segment on the show called Fantasyland. Yep. Where we do rock, paper, scissors. The winner gets to talk about their fantasy passion. Yours being fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Mine being Lord of the Rings. And the other person... Has to pretend to be enthusiastic about it.
2: Yes, because we have no interest in the other's fantasy,
1: you know, <laughs> fandom. So and I'm just rolling our eyes. This is
2: this is why we okay. So we're gonna yeah attempt otherwise.
1: Okay, you ready? I, okay. And I've I haven't got to go yet. I've lost both times. You have. So I'm, if I lose again,
2: I know I have a record. I think okay. Anyway, I'm just I'll never lose this game.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> I was um, not
1: gonna l- listen to you talk about fantasy football again. Well, that's the part of. The- <laughs> Okay. Great. <laughs> I've got okay, lots okay, to say. Okay,
2: yep. So I'm Ready.
1: Uh episode five of Rings of Power aired last night. I haven't watched it yet. Don't worry. There's no there's gonna be no spoilers. That's so here. exciting. Um but this there's there's been some controversy of over the seasons, over the over this series, particularly the inclusion of some new characters that are played by black actors.
2: Right. I heard about th- that. This is
1: happening at the same time as the little mermaid thing that's going on and everything. Tell me more. Right. And I don't have <laughs> I don't have any opinion on the little mermaid thing, but um so the thing is that Tolkien didn't explicitly mention you know, characters of color in his works, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the issue that, that right. some people have with this. And that criticism has largely been dismissed as racism. And you know I, that might be a motivating factor for a few fans who are who are criticizing it, but I don't think that's entirely fair to characterize the criticism as just racism. I think it's more that any deviation from the source material is 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 going to be a problem for some fans,
2: right? Because you know, you know we're all very loyal fans, and you don't want to deviate from the material. Like it's it's true, yeah.
1: Like I'll give you another I'll give you another example. There's the, there's a big debate right now about the orcs in Rings of Power mm-hmm. because orcs don't like sunlight. They don't like being out in the sunlight. They avoid it. But in Rings of Power, if they step out into the sun, their skin like sizzles and burns. And that small difference has been a huge source of contention for fans. Wow. Like Some are going back through all of Tolkien's old writings and trying to find supporting evidence for how much orcs dislike the sun and this is accurate or it's inaccurate. And that's just one example of like dozens and dozens of things that were changed from Tolkien's writings to this show that fans have a problem with, but only one of them will get you called a bigot if you bring it up.
2: I want to know more so. about the deviations. Please.
1: <laughs> this is actually tougher than if you were just rolling your eyes, I think. <laughs> and like for what it's worth, in my opinion, one of these added characters that is played by an actor of color, his name is Deere, is the most interesting character in the show so far. He's the most compelling character. So I think some of these additions have been have been really good, but I don't think if if someone disagrees with me that it means that they're automatically racist. Right. You know? Yeah. Super nerds just want their adaptations to be they, to be canon, to be as close to the original thing as possible.
2: And I can as sympathize I, with that. I understand.
1: <laughs> I can tell by just the enthusiasm that you're showing. Yeah, right? That you, that you agree. I <laughs> do.
0: Well, thank you. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
2: etymology
1: with Shauna.
2: So, you know the term cloud nine, like I'm on cloud nine?
1: Yeah, it means I'm feeling really good about something. Feeling high. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: I learned about where that came from, and this is pretty quick, but I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, It's back from 1896 When they first had this new cloud classification system that came out. And so they numbered each of the clouds and described what they were. And in that cloud number nine was the cumulonimbus cloud.
1: The big storm clouds? The big big storm clouds. clouds, The
2: big puffy storm ones that make you just want to jump in them. Uh, So that was cloud number nine. And because it's the tallest and the highest cloud there is, it means that if you are feeling on top of the world, you want to feel super, super high. You're above on cloud number nine, (laughs) the tallest cloud.
1: I think that's like what this segment is all about. Yeah. Something like, no one's ever stopped to think about what cloud cloud nine nine means. means. Nope. And it's it's actually a type of cloud, the The, tallest one.
2: The literal cumulonimbus cloud. So next time you see those big puffy storm clouds in the sky, you can be like, that is where I'm on cloud nine comes from.
1: That's very cool. That
2: cloud right there.
1: Etymology with Shauna.
0: S in 20 minutes or less.
1: So I recently signed up to take surveys through one of the big Canadian polling companies. Oh, yeah. It was Angus Reid, if you care. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't, you do, guess did, that. didn't you do that with the city a while back? You're yeah, I still the get
2: them with the cities. They just send me a, a text message every time they have a new survey to take, and I'll take it.
1: Do they send lots? No. How often?
2: Mm, once a month, maybe.
1: Oh, Wow. Okay. If, yeah. Um, Angus Reed sending me one every day, at least. Oh, sometimes good. Sometimes twice. So. Cool. That's <laughs> um, a lot. Because I know, I, I know some people are very distrustful of the methodology used in in these polls and if it, if it's actually accurate or not. So I wanted to see how they look like from the other side. And I've got some opinions, mm-hmm. as you can imagine. You okay. Know, I, uh, yeah, for I sure. I try to be fairly, you know, to be fair and reasonable with my opinions, too. So I was like, okay, I'll contribute to this data. Uh, and yeah the first thing I noticed was just how many surveys they send they're sending like one or two every day ranging in length from 2 to 15 minutes and that's just one polling company so yeah like I'm I'm thinking if you wanted to you could just do this all day well
2: didn't you get those ads for a while like that said you get paid to do surveys like there are people who are I don't remember how
1: that works but yeah Angus Reed works on like a point a point system so like if you take a 10-minute survey, you get 100 points, and I don't know what the points are good for. I haven't really looked into that yet. I've just kind of been more interested in what questions they're asking.
2: You get your free Angus Reed t-shirt, Beckler. (laughs) I would rock an Angus (laughs) Reed shirt so hard. One of those Golden or whatever that company is shirts that just says Angus Reed for you. That's what you're gearing
1: up for. That would be so cool, wouldn't it? Oh, (laughs) yeah. People would see me out and they'd be like, oh, he's... He's an Angus Reed boy. He has such civic responsibility. Oh, my God. Look 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 at him. He (laughs) does surveys. He takes data seriously.
2: Hey, survey boy.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Hey okay. Paul, get a look at polls over here. Yeah. <laughs> so he's my pole guy. Yeah. Not second, my pool guy. Okay. The second thing I noticed is like some of the topics and questions they ask about, I have no idea about. Like mm. but they make you take them anyway. They make you take like Oh, that's a problem. So like I got into this I got a few questions into this survey just earlier this week and it was all about banking institutions in Canada. Yeah. And it was asking me these questions like, you know, do you feel that CIBC anticipates your financial needs? And I was like, I I don't bank with them. I don't know. But there was no way to like opt out of the question. Yeah, so you that, need a skip button or something. Yeah, be like this. Or an I don't know button. Doesn't apply to me. So I just had to like get oh pick somewhat agree, somewhat agree, somewhat agree, all the way through till I could get out of the survey. And then I was like, okay, well I hope they don't take that data and use it because it's not legitimate. It's oh, not boy,
2: yeah. That's weird. You'd think that yeah, you 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 need that. You need a like does not apply button yeah. or, or something. And sometimes they
1: have that, but this one didn't. And I was like, okay, well this dad is no good then. Yeah. Like I don't know. I I don't know much about statistics, but like how many people are just blasting through those surveys just to get the points and potentially get paid at the end hmm. and not really reading the questions or
2: or get their free Angus uh, t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Are they going to miss out, man? Oh, man. <laughs> what a loser.
2: DNS <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. So I was just reading about how the coach of the Celtics has been suspended for the entire NBA season.
1: Whoa, really? Um,
2: yes, for violating company policy. And if you look into it further, uh, it's because he, he, he like a relationship with a staffer, and it's against oh. company policy for you to have relationships or relations with somebody in.
1: And that was enough for them In to the suspend team? him for the entire season. So the season. team suspended him, or the the league did?
2: It looks like the team did. Wow. Uh, which is crazy because that just came out. Yeah, I was reading about this yesterday and they were talking about a possible suspension and then now it's been confirmed that it was for the entire season.
1: So this, I just saw, this headline says he made unwanted comments toward a female staffer. Okay. Um. So that's a little so bit different might, then. There might be more to it than just the relationship. This is from the New York Post though. I don't know how serious you take the New York Post.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, It was funny though, because when I first saw this headline and I didn't read further into it at the time and I got thinking about that and I was like, If it was just that he was having a relationship with somebody on the team, it's interesting. I'm like, that seems really harsh.
1: Yeah, it seems like there might be something else going on there.
2: I always wonder, though, when it comes to that type of thing, because there are certain businesses and stuff that say you cannot have a relationship with somebody in the business Mm -hmm. or or that is working with you. And I always wonder about that. Like, what's your take on that, Beckler? Does it. Man, that. (sighs) Does it depend on the industry to you or depend on what you're doing as a role
1: or that is a really tough one Mm -hmm. yeah because i mean the big concerns are one a power imbalance yes right like a boss dating an employee that's right that's concerning yeah um but then there's also like if if the relationship doesn't work out then you have a very tense environment or you could have i shouldn't say you will no you could have some people are able to break up and mutually part ways and continue to get along
2: and you're right although it seems like it is a tough thing to do right like that's not easy
1: but at the same time, I mean if you're a company and you want to, you know, a great culture where everyone gets along and stuff and you know the employees like each other and their friends, but do don't, don't like each other too much. You know like you spend that much time with your coworkers. No. Especially if you are, you know, employ a lot of young people and stuff, it's like, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. We've all worked at jobs where there was romance going in, going on. It's so funny because so, at
2: this very radio
1: station for a while there, there were all kinds of... Oh, man.
2: All kinds of relationships. Everyone was dating everybody. It was not pretty anymore, funny. right? No, not anymore. No, but-, <laughs> but we went through a phase here. We yeah. did.
1: Yeah. We really did. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, you would hope that people, if they did break up, could be... And they could be adults about it and uh-huh. continue to work together. Because, I mean, that can happen with a friendship too, right? You could become good friends with a co-worker, have a falling out. Definitely. And it could be awkward. And you're not going to prohibit employee friendships.
2: Yeah. I know. So, that I really struggle with it myself because thinking about your business or your wherever you're working, your company, being able to dictate who and who you can't date, it's tough, right? Because it's like... Who you're rinsing, who yeah. you're giving
1: the hips to on who, your spare time.
2: Who you're doing the whole horizontal hula with, you know? The old, how's your father? Um, but... Then on the other hand, you kind of do understand it because it is and it can be so awkward and it can truly affect the workplace. So that's a
1: tough one. I like. Yeah. I wonder what the like. What is the standard HR policy? Like, what do big big companies have in their HR policy about that, or does it vary from company to company?
2: Oh, it's a good question. What do they
1: teach at the HR schools? How do you handle that?
2: Again, as radio people, we uh we kind of. <laughs> We're outside of the norm.
0: So yeah. you should tell us because we're curious. <laughs> the BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast.
1: Message from friend of the show, Roger, on this topic. And Roger said, in my division, a supervisor and employee started to go out. They had to declare their relationship to the managers and assistant director of the division. It, ru- it was ruled that they could not be on the same team. Power imbalance and favoritism. I believe they also have to report to different managers as well. The couple tried to keep their relationship as quiet as possible in the workplace. At this time, there were eight teams and two managers with each manager overseeing four teams each so
2: yeah it's funny because i forgot about that but a a lot of places like yeah you have to basically sign a legal document if you are are dating someone yeah yeah like there are certain places where i know yeah you have to you know basically tell hr and they'll have things in place for that where yeah you can date if you want but it would be like obviously ways to not have it affect work or whatever might it might be but yeah it's crazy it's interesting to see how different businesses deal with it.
1: What if you just talked once?
2: Yeah. You'd have to go question. and be
1: like we talked each other on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for telling us. I mean
2: that one you'd probably could just keep <laughs> quiet to yourself, you know.
1: <laughs> That's weird to think that you have to disclose your romantic interests. I
2: think it's if it becomes more than just the one whoopsie-poopsie after okay. the wedding or the, after the, the Christmas party, you know?
1: <laughs> then you have to go have a conversation with HR.
2: Yeah, you sit down. Okay, it's Man. getting more serious than just the one. Would that be awkward or what? In note.
1: Oh, would that be what? would oh, be terrible. be so awkward. Yeah. And then, yeah, the company has to decide how to,
2: <laughs> how to keep you guys
1: apart. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, though. I think, like, how Roger's company handled it, it's probably... About as best you could Right It's It's like right, right. You you can do what you want But we're gonna Just put these These rules in place fail safes in place More or less To keep it from affecting Your work I guess You also should put some Fail safes in place Just
0: (laughs) In case S in 20 minutes or less
1: Yesterday we got talking about Nexopia And like Emo kids. Top Matt, five emo kids. <laughs> Matt Berry's emo phase. Oh, my like God. Um, and then I ended up on, I don't know how, but I ended up on like the emo side of TikTok yesterday. Oh, yeah. And um, I grew up with that music, mm-hmm. and it still sort of speaks to me in a way, even though I'm a 33-year-old man. Yeah, and The songs me too. They, they sing about aren't really about me anymore. Doesn't matter. Um, but I found this, this, there's this trend on TikTok right now where people will take like a really heavy scene from a movie or TV show, like a really emotional exchange between two characters. And they'll put like an emo guitar riff underneath it so that it sounds like it's kind of a song. That's funny. And uh, it's super, it's specifically Midwestern emo, which I didn't know was like a subgenre of emo, but it's like, it's a type of emo that evolved out of the Midwest United States in the 90s and 2000s. And it's got a very distinct sound, but I just wanted to play this one. This clip that this one dude did, uh, he's at year over year on TikTok if you want to hear more of it, but this is, uh, this, is important. this is a clip from the Simpsons just to give you some context. This is important. I want you to smile today. But I don't feel like smiling. Well, it doesn't matter how you feel inside, you know. It's what shows up
0: on the surface that counts.
2: That's what
0: my mother taught me. Take all your bad feelings and push them down all the way.
1: That's pretty The result is really beautiful, isn't it? It really
2: is. Uh, It's funny we bring this up because there's a commercial on TV right now, and I forget what it's for, but it shows like bad decisions that you made from the past, and it has this riff, this guitar riff that's supposed to sound emo, right? Okay. And it kills me because it does. It's just this one little riff. It's only a couple notes, but you hear it, you're like, oh my God, that sounds emo, and then it's a picture of a dude in his emo phase. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it's just, there's something about that one guitar riff that you can kind of add, and it's like, oh, that's emo yeah, it just yeah. adds
1: like a heaviness to totally. it, right? But I thought the result was very, very cool. Nailed it. Yeah. VNS in 20
0: minutes or less. I was thinking about this last night.
2: We haven't done a what are you grateful for lately, Peckler.
1: Well, we haven't done a what are you grateful for. What Do you have to say it like that?
2: What are you grateful for? Yeah, that's the new way of saying
1: it, I'd say. What are you grateful for, Shauna?
2: Um, this is kind of a simple one, but uh, being able to gather with friends again. And it's kind of been a slow, gradual thing that i've noticed but it's finally at a time where uh last weekend for example it was just a a random gathering of a bunch of people that i haven't seen in a long time and i was like it's crazy that we can do this again it wasn't
1: that long ago when you weren't allowed it to it was
2: not very <laughs> long ago at all and it's it's crazy because it feels like it was years ago but when you really think about it it was not
1: it feels like a bad dream to me mm-hmm. you and i were talking about this maybe this is a conversation for another time because i could really get into it but just like how wild things got there for a while. Like I know the things that we all that we all did. Like yeah, did that happen?
2: I know it was crazy thinking. Like yeah, as you said, like the playgrounds were were blocked off they
1: at were, one point. The playgrounds were taped off. The,
2: the playgrounds had people tape were arrested
1: them. at hockey outdoor hockey rinks. I know
2: it's weird because people you were know,
1: meeting in parking lots because they weren't allowed to be around each other.
2: Do you like <laughs> you know when you, they talk about people and in, in pregnancy and how you kind of lose the the horrors of, of what it's like to to you know birth the yeah, child. You block
1: it out so that you'll do it again. Yes. Right?
2: It's like your body does this where it blocks that out and goes, No no no, it'll be fine next time. It's almost like that's happening with like things like the playgrounds being blocked off and all those things that happen that you're like, that that didn't actually happen, did it? It's I like know. your brain kind of already was like, No, let's move on. That's that didn't happen.
1: As soon as things started going back to normal, I was like, I just don't ever want to think about that time yeah. again. Let's <laughs> onward. Yeah. Onward.
2: But now here we are, and again, just yeah, being able to to be with friends and not have to sneak around to see people if you wanted to yep. see people, and it yep. just being able to do that again and enjoy the company of people that you've missed. That's that's mine. That's
1: a great one. Thank you. Completely agree.
2: Yeah. What about you?
1: Um, I got a, I got so many. Things are going great for me lately, Sean. I could have a, I could have a long list. Of this. I'm digging the fall weather that we're having. I'm yes. grateful for how nice fall has been here. Mm-hmm. This is bonus weather into this time of the year, right? Totally. Um, yeah. My parents were out the weekend before last, helping with our yard, and I'm very grateful for them and their help. That's but okay. I was thinking, I'm just, I'm grateful that the hours that we work allow me to spend so much time with my kids. You know, like I was able, I've been able to start volunteering at their school, which that is, is so cool. You know, like some parents are gone for long stretches of a time at a yep. time. They're not home at night. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working on the road. And I'm home every night. <laughs> I'm home every late morning, to be yes. honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I just get to like, spend so much time with, with my kids in McKenna. And that's like the best. What a gift. That's hey? huge. Yeah. Because, you know, I was talking the other day about how. I planted those trees in the backyard and I was thinking about like where they're going to be 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And I had this like kind of heavy realization that like my kids won't be a- around by then. Yeah. You know, like they'll have moved on. So it's a tight window that you have with them when mm-hmm. they're little. Yeah. And the fact that I get to spend so much time with them right now, I will, I'm so grateful for that.
0: The NS in 20 minutes
2: or less. I stumbled across this article and it was... Take with it a grain of salt, but it was talking about how to know if you're dating a girl who may be a little unpredictable dating red flags, if you will.
1: That sounds like a polite way of saying it. Yeah, for sure.
2: (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I was like, okay, I want to see what this says. This is hilarious. So here are some things that it says. First of all, she has trouble at work. They say, like, a couple riffs here or there are one thing, but four or five people that you don't get along with at work, they're saying, like, that's something to look out for. Because maybe the problem in that case is you and not the others.
1: I think I would agree with that. Like, everyone's going to have the odd incident at work. Totally. But if it's it's happening all the time. Yes. Odds are that you might be part of the problem. That's just so, it.
2: Or like the same thing with a bunch of friends, you know, a ton of friends that you have these issues with all the time. And it's like, mm.
1: yeah, similar to that is like someone who always has a new best friend. Yeah. Like every year they get a new best friend that they're like a hundred percent into totally. And then they're, that person's gone and someone else is in. And yeah, you're if like, you're
2: siphoning through best friends that long, that's a, so that one's yeah. valid, right? I was like, okay, I can see you. That's good. Uh, the next one, she likes horses. It says, Horse ladies are like
1: rich cat ladies. So I was like, okay. So far, this is reading like a BuzzFeed listicle. 100%. Is it, That's this is what, not based on... This like- is
2: not BuzzFeed, but <laughs> yes. it's Yeah, it, it's basically user submitted and then okay. yeah, voted on, I guess, or whatever. Anyway, uh, she's always into the latest new age craze, whether it be crystals, you know, protectors, auras, ancient medicine, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay, mm-hmm.
1: We've talked about that at length on this we show. We have, totally.
2: Yeah. Uh, she posts dramatic Facebook memes like... Sometimes two people need to be lost in order to find each other again. With a picture of a sunset in the background. It's like, that's
1: pretty funny. Okay, next just one. Just like really. Nope. V- Remember v- vague booking? Yes. I don't know if the kids still say that. The kids are on Facebook, first of all. I never
2: even knew that that was an official term. Yeah. Vague
1: booking. And someone would just post like a uh, sigh, <laughs> you know, like that one stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes people are just awful. I'm Why? What's just wrong? So yeah, sad, I sad right now. Talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> trying to provoke that <laughs> yeah. for
2: sure. Uh, and the next one, she co- she quotes Marilyn Monroe. In particular, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best.
1: Yeah, and I know that one's become a bit of a meme. It has, yeah. And I think like, the original quote was taken out of context.
2: I'm sure it was. I haven't looked into it, I'm not going to lie, I haven't done a lot of
1: research. Yeah, like but- I don't think she meant you have to put up with whatever I'm doing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it no. It just meant that it's kind of like a sickness and health type thing, mm-hmm. but...
2: Mm -hmm. It just made me laugh a little bit, because as you read through this list, I was like, okay, so people who like white girl quotes that we talk about often on the show, those are people you need to look out for, apparently. Big red flags.
1: Big Big red red flags. The
2: BNS and
0: 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
1: McKenna was listening to country music yesterday, and this song came on called Working On by Colt Ford. I don't know if you know this one, but it's... uh good song i actually yeah, like i haven't it. heard that one yet um and i like colt ford uh not least of all because of his meet and greets when i used to work in country radio one of my co-workers uh went to colt ford's meet and greet before his show and he's like it was just a big barbecue Well, that's he's like awesome. they had barbecue going and everyone was standing around eating and i was like that is really cool that's, that's great that's, that's a great meet a and greet perfect way of doing it yeah the, the zach brown band does this too they had they call them eat and greets that's really funny so if you win a Zach Brown meet and greet you don't just like go and shake their hand you go and eat with, <laughs> with the crew and everything which that would really
2: be is- so much less awkward like yeah. that's a great way of doing what, what it
1: whatever and I mean these, some of these bands are from down south and like southern cooking yeah right? barbecue it's Definitely. big culture um, so because some bands meet and greets are fairly impersonal Yeah. You know, like, it's just, you come up, shake their hand, say hi, take a photo on, you go. Next Mm -hmm. person, next person's up. Some of them are like infamously bad. Was it Avril Lavigne who made you stand like, far apart from her oh yeah and there's the most awkward photos in the world
2: the whole idea of it is awkward right because you have all these fans that you're spending an enormous amount of money to come and meet you and then you have to basically shake their hand take a quick photo and then frig and off move like, along
1: because you don't have yeah. time who was the one that you didn't get to meet them it was just a cardboard cutout of them oh my god I oh, I'm drawing now. a blank on that yeah but that's terrible. That's
2: awful. Like I remember because Justin Bieber like he canceled all of his future meet and greets for a while there because of how awkward it was and I'm yeah. like I can't blame you, man. Like that would be so tough.
1: Like his whole life has probably been that, right? A meet and greet. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a giant just long nightmare, meet and, nightmare
2: and meet and greet. That's Justin <laughs> Bieber's like that should be his biography name. <laughs>
1: anyway, yeah. Um some some bands do it up really cool like uh we hosted the 21 Pilots fan press conference before their show where they let like fans ask them questions and stuff which that's cool is way more personal than than just shaking someone's hand and moving along Mm -hmm. so I thought that was cool and then I think we've heard stories about Taylor Swift's meet and greets she might be the queen of them because apparently like she has different levels of them she has the one where you just shake her hand and move along but then like the VIP one they actually they take you into a room full of all of Taylor's favorite things like her favorite candy and stuff and then she comes in and she's been briefed on who you are yep. and what you're into and stuff and it was a it was a friend of ours who took his daughter to one of these when she was quite young and she said Taylor comes into the room and she's like Oh, you're Lily. I've heard so much about you. I hear you like horses, and like the little girl's just dying yeah. right that Taylor that Swift knows her name is so and crazy. knows about her,
2: and that's how again it should be right like that makes more sense as to why you'd spend a whole bunch of extra money because you really do have that experience. The ones where you're spending thousands literally just to get a photo with them, I'm like, nope,
1: yeah, no, I know you wanted there to be some sort of like personal moment. Yeah, yeah. I always
2: saw my boyfriend, big Kiss fan here, and I was like, oh, I would kill to give him because Kiss has all kinds of mean greets as they do, right? Because they know how to sell things. And I was like, it would be cool to give like as a surprise something like that, but on the other hand, I just assume it would be Gene Simmons, I don't know, just propped up and like,
1: wasn't it the... Yes, that Let's we could on. take a photo with the boots. That was yes. like their stage boots. That yes. was one level of meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And then another was to meet one of the road crew members. Yeah. See, so- like a picture of boots <laughs> like come on man come on did you see that headline though Gene Simmons says he doesn't have any friends oh yeah yeah that was in the news this week Gene Simmons says so he's he doesn't looking for have a any friends
2: friend. maybe that's what I should do is just try and set a play date up for Gene Simmons and my boyfriend and see if they could become friends
1: maybe Gene wouldn't leave Cliff alone Cliff's like alright I gotta get going Gene's like sure you don't want to stay <laughs> I know <laughs> Say, no I gotta go man you wanna see my boots
0: <laughs> you've been listening to the B&S in 20 minutes or less podcast you want more Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have VNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.